Hey there, and thank you for listening to the Dream Center Peoria podcast. Dream Center Peoria exists to impact families living in poverty, starting with kids and youth. If you want to learn more about what we're up to at the Dream Center, you can find us online at dreamcenterpeoria.org or on social media at Dream Center Peoria. Thanks for listening. Andy and welcome to the Dream Center podcast, this new series that we're doing called New Realities. As we're going through this uh, pandemic at this time and uh, we wanted to just bring a little bit of good news, a little bit of things that are happening uh, around the Dream Center, around the city, um, just so that we don't get lost in everything that's going on that could be pretty negative, but actually there's a lot of good stuff going on and will go on. And so today we wanted to talk with Sherry. How are you doing, Sherry? Hey, good. Um, Many of you may know Sherry. Um, She is our volunteer coordinator. So if you have um, been involved at the Dream Center, especially in the last two, three years, something like that, you will have come in contact with Sherry. and, um, And she heads up all the volunteer efforts if there's something going on big uh, or small, Sherry is the one that's reaching out to get people involved at the Dream Center. And so today we thought, uh, because we're real close to um, Volunteer Appreciation Week, which is a, a nationwide thing that, that happens uh, in April, we thought uh, that we would talk to her about what goes into volunteering at Dream Center. But not only that, find out a bit about some of the people that are involved. We have just done two podcasts um, back to back that highlighted a couple of volunteers that are knee deep in what we're doing. And again, there are so many volunteers. We could have so many people on the podcast uh, that today we thought, let's talk to Sherry, hear some of the stories, uh, some of the fun times that the volunteers have. Uh, and then uh, and then we can really see where some of our needs are and you could get involved today just by filling out an application on our website. So Sherry, I know our story goes back a few years ago uh, when I was youth pastoring and you were volunteering for me. You, you weren't even in the social service sector or no. anything. Um, tell us a bit about your journey as far as the transition of what you were doing to now what you're doing. Because it, it wasn't like your typical um, hire that most organizations would do. Right. Um, so just tell us a little bit about that. So I had been doing accounting for 30 years. I was actually the CFO for Jim Maloof Realtor. And like you said, I had been volunteering um, with the youth at Riverside and um, the job came open, the uh, volunteer uh, community relations or community outreach job came open and you and I talked about it a little bit. I was ready for a change and, um, you know, it was within that week that I felt like God really took that burden of my current job off of me. and. the rest is history. So, um, I love, yeah, I love what I do. It's a total change. 
um, still managing people, but in a different way. So, and I know um, back then when you first came on uh, at Dream Center, it wasn't just volunteers you were over. You were actually over all the outreach programs uh, that we do uh, from Backpack to Mission Peoria to Promise a Hope, the Hope Store, uh, so many different uh, areas of that. And over the last few years, the Dream Center staff has grown um, to where now you can solely focus on volunteers because we got right. to a point where, to be honest with you, we were growing so fast mm -hmm. that um, we were hearing that a lot of people were getting lost through the cracks that were trying to volunteer and, and either we weren't getting back to them, we weren't getting information. And so we've really tried to eliminate that. And one of our staff core values is give ministry back. Mm -hmm. And the whole concept that we as staff do not want to be doing the work. I know that sounds right. really crazy. <laughs> um, there's too much to do. Yeah, there's too much, way too yeah. much to do. And so our aim is to really empower volunteers and to, to be a champion uh, mm -hmm. for volunteers and cheering them on and being, being able to get them uh, into a place where we feel God wants them to be. And so as we've talked uh, and seen that in the last few years, um, tell us a little bit Sherry, about the process of how people can get involved because it's it's really important. We're not just one in a body, right? Right. We want people with skills, and then we want right. to use those skills to impact other other people's lives. So tell us a bit about that. Right. So the best way to get involved is to go online and actually right now you can fill out the paperwork, email it to me. I can print it out here at home and get everything processed. Um, so the best way is to just to go online and do it. Um, there are lots of things people can volunteer for. And once the person does fill out the paperwork then I meet with them one-on-one, -on -one, go over our core values at Dream Center and tell them the variety of uh, opportunities that we have to serve at Dream Center. Try to match up the person, their personality with the, the need that we have at Dream Center. And that, that gets, you know, um, I remember that this is easy, easy one to, to share because I actually shared uh, the last podcast, which was with Mike Hazelbush, when he first came to Dream Center, you know, he's an engineer at CAT. So our first response was, oh, he can do tutoring, right? Oh, yeah. And because he's, you know, a brainiac and that type of thing. But actually, his strength was showing kids how to repair a motorbike, even right. though we jumped to the conclusion mm -hmm. Uh, that you know he's a brainiac he can he can do this with kids and he does that with kids right but what triggered his strength and his passion was putting him in an environment where he could really use those strengths and I think that's what we try to do with the one-on-one -on -one meetings right um, how how soon from so someone goes onto our website dreamcenterpure.org slash volunteer Mm -hmm. They fill out that little, it's like five questions. It's not much at all, but that then triggers you, correct? Right. To and get in I, touch. I send them all the paperwork. Um, usually 
when they get that paperwork back to me, I can usually get it done same day and reach out to them. Um, sometimes that isn't the case. Promise of hope is going on or something big. It'll be a few days, but normally uh, I get back to people pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and that's, I think that's been the Achilles heel for a lot of nonprofits uh, and even a lot, of, a lot of churches as well when they're involved or people wanting to get involved and they, the, the one thing that stops people from getting involved is people not getting back to them to be able to get involved. And so yep. we've really tried to, to nail that. Um, and there are so many ways uh, at the Dream Center that people can volunteer. And, um, and that's why we want to find out about the person, correct? Mm -hmm. I mean, wouldn't you say that's the essence of it? Yes, I give a perfect example. Um, Teresa Isbell, she started out, uh, we kind of try to start people out in the Hope Store if they're not sure where they want to volunteer. And she had st started out in the Hope Store, it just wasn't her thing. So I was trying to get the ministry started with the craft time with the shelter ladies. And she jumped all over that and she owns it. Every Friday she's there, 9.30 to 2.30. Um, with the ladies, they love her. She's, you know, teaching them how to sew, crochet, make jewelry, crafting, any type of crafting. And then she's got um, a team of volunteers around her as well. But it was finding her place where, you know, the Hope Store really wasn't her thing. And she wanted to do something more one-on-one -on -one with the shelter ladies. So this was like a great fit. And it helped us out because that was a need. I couldn't find a volunteer that would, you know, that would own it. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the other great thing that I I feel comes about from being connected at the Dream Center is, you know, last year I know and I know you do a lot with the churches as well that we work with. Um, I remember you telling me that last year we had 85 different churches yeah. involved in all the different programs. 85 churches. There's not there's not many uh many organizations that do that type of thing some are um and, and, and for good reason some are hey we're just going to have a couple of churches or three churches right. that could do this right uh, or you've got the la dream center that is a global thing where they've got churches from all over the world supporting them mm -hmm. um for us we've got a lot of local and a lot of state and we do have some around the country as well that mm -hmm. are involved with us whether that's financial, sending missions teams, that type of thing. Um, but the great thing about that is you get, and not only with churches, I've just highlighted churches because, you know, mm. with us being faith-based. Right. But we have groups, we have groups. <laughs> that's Sorry. the dog, okay, that's Sherry's dog, just in case. <laughs> You're wondering if she's got a bad cough. That's not. <laughs> okay, so... Um, but not only is it church groups, but it's, it's different corporations, mm -hmm. different businesses. Um, I know we did Red Day last year. Yeah, Keller Williams. Um, will you explain what Red Day was? So uh, Keller Williams, a real estate company here in Peoria, 
they actually pick an organization and they do what's called Red Day. So they raise funds, they raise $10,000 for the Dream Center. Uh, they came in, we went through the Dream Center, figured out what projects they could do. They had about 80 people come in that one day and they actually did that two years in a row. So yeah. that's how we got the hair salon done this last year. And tell, okay, so I know you've been wanting to talk about the hair salon. Um, so we'll, we'll go to that in just a moment. But um, what I was trying to get to was all these different people from all different walks of life come mm -hmm. together for one cause to impact families living in poverty, starting with kids and youth. And when they come, what they find is it's not just what they're giving young people or kids or the homeless or people with no to low or low income, they also find community themselves. Oh yeah. And so, you know, not everybody who volunteers at the dream center belongs to a church. So we have unchurched people in and what's great is to see them um, adapt and see how, you know, the see God's love in action. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw overwhelming, you mentioned the hair salon, which is, you know, just a, a prime example of, for us, finding a need and filling it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, a lot of you may not know this because we've only opened it a few times and then we've had to <laughs> close uh, yeah. most of our operations because of the uh, coronavirus. But um, we actually built a hair salon in the Dream Center, predominantly for our homeless population, um, but also we do have kids from the after school program and others that come, but this just shows the overwhelming side of what we do. I think when we did that one post, we had something like 20,000 views of people yeah. wanting to get involved. And, um, how many hairstylists did you have? Just, just ask for information. Um, I had like 50 to 60 contact me and want to get involved. Um, the thing is they need to get their paperwork in. So I'm right. still working on that. But the, the response was, was huge. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that we, a lot of people take for granted, getting a haircut. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Although right now, <laughs> I think a lot of people aren't taking it for granted. But, um, but you know, you think about, someone who's homeless who who doesn't have any money who right. um may not have showered in a while even though at our dreams at the shelter at our dream center yeah. we have i think 11 showers now right. like with the new renovation so we try to get uh folks showered um but just to walk into a hair salon it's hard for someone that's homeless to get a get a haircut there's a lot of barriers and they may not have had a haircut in a year. It could be, you know, who knows? And just that dignity, you know, back to our core values, dignity, compassion, and purpose, and just having that person get that haircut and just feeling like a human being and having dignity, you yeah. know? So, um, and you, you touched on something that I, I want to touch on as well, because it is important just because you send that um, form in through our website, doesn't mean you're ready to volunteer. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some things that we do where we don't ask uh, for anyone to fill that out, right? Just, you know, it may Groups. be a one-off. Groups that come in. Yeah. 
yeah, if a group comes in, they haven't got to fill all that out. But the reason why we do that is we do background checks on everyone. We have a lot of kids in our building, a lot of kids. And so just to protect you as a volunteer and also the kids and the families that God's given us to look after, um, there are some processes there. So if you have sent that in and Sherry has sent something back, we don't want you thinking like, man, this is hard to serve at the Dream Center. That's not, that's not at all our intention. It's we want to protect you and also who we serve, who God's given us to serve. So um, all those hairstylists, get the information back uh, to Sherry. Uh, I can't go into anything right now, but there's some stuff on the horizon where we're going to need you. Okay, if you're a hairstylist, we are going to need you. So, um, but but not just hairstylists. In general, there are so many ways people can volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry, do you want to just highlight some of the areas that we are needing right now? Sure. sure. Uh, Project 309, when the kids get back in school, we always need um, tutors. We have some great tutors that come in right now but we can always use more uh the more one-on-one we can get with the kids the better for that help with that homework right after school so that's a between three and five in the afternoon a weekday kind of volunteer opportunity Uh, we do like a once a week commitment but we'll work you know we'll work with people um the hope store is another great area that i kind of send people that don't know where they want to volunteer it's uh uh, friendly and it's a, a big group of volunteers they're great and you just can sort through all the donations that we get and probably after all this we're going to be getting a lot of donations I would assume people are cleaning out closets um, there's craft time on uh, Fridays uh, where they do crafts with the shelter ladies um, we have promise a hope once a year that's a big one that's very popular um, we have all kinds of opportunities, serving lunch at the shelter, um, actually preparing a meal, which now it's going through restaurants, but uh, for small groups and that type of thing, we can do uh, group volunteer uh, efforts as well. So good, good. Yeah. And, and we're pretty seasonal as well. You know, there's a lot of things that we do certain times a year. Uh, We've always tried to have easy on ramps uh, is, is what we call it, where, People feel like it's an easy way to get involved with what we do without really committing. Right. Um, so we've just um, postponed uh, serve the city for the spring, but it will be in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another way that people can serve the community, serve as a group, yep. uh, and, and get a bit of a, an idea of what we do and what people do around us. Um, the other thing that I think I, I love about what we do with our volunteers is we give them a place to dream. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just, um, here's what we do. We don't want your opinions. Just do right. it. It's, it's right. not like that at all. Right. Um, Sherry, share with us uh, two aspects, uh, the Career Center mm-hmm. and the Hope Store and how those came, about, not the Hope Store, Promise a Hope. Okay. So the Career Center and Promise of Hope, how they came about and, and, and just again, talking about how we want to release people, not just in what we're doing, but perhaps there's, now we can't do everything, right? Right. That's, 
right. you know, we have literally hundreds of ideas coming from people all the time. But there are some that will strike a chord with us that we feel that's going to meet a need. That's going to be something that may be unique. Yep. Tell us a bit about those two things. Well, the, with the Career Center, a volunteer had approached us about um, having a an area that we had in the Hope Store and turning it into a career center, which would be uh, more nicer type clothing, business attire, um, actually have dressing rooms and have be appointment based. So uh, right now, uh, a guest can call us and request uh, to come in use the career center we have a one-on-one -on -one volunteer that will work with them to find the outfit for their job interview if they get that job interview then they can come back and get more clothing so it's very personable it's very upscale looking it's really uh, nice it was all done by a volunteer designed by volunteers and then all the work was done by volunteers um, and then with the promise of hope each year that just tends to keep getting bigger and bigger which is awesome um, we have Chris Devella and her Mary Kay ladies come and uh, we have Catherine Warden coming now doing uh, the uh, corsages. Uh, Tricochi helps us out with the hairstyling and just it takes um, well over a hundred volunteers to run the Promise of Hope. But the outcome of that is amazing when that girl gets their dress and they walk down the red carpet and they have their jewelry. We've had such good uh, partnerships with churches and businesses doing jewelry drives, shoe drives. Um, Midwest Technical Institute did the shoes for us. We've had more shoes than we've ever had before. So it's just all those relationships that we've built, partnering with the uh, different companies around town that help us with the drives to make it so successful, I think. Yeah, and the whole aim with Promise of Hope is really to get a prom dress to a, a girl who normally wouldn't go to prom because they right. could never afford it. Right. And so we have over a thousand prom dresses right. that girls can choose from. And uh, it's an amazing day. Uh, although men are banned from that. <laughs> so I just see it through pictures and on the TV and stuff like that. But um, it is one of those days where we we want to bring dignity to mm -hmm. these high school girls that normally may not get to go. I mean, how many schools did we have come this year? Do you remember? Uh, we had that bust girls over. We had eight schools that bust girls over, but we had, I think, 30 some schools represented. Girls came from like 30 some schools, I think. Wow. So actual schools, I want people to hear that. Mm -hmm. Actual schools are busing girls to the event, mm -hmm. um, which isn't heard of. You don't normally get that. Yeah, it, it, and again, each year, uh, you know, it's grown. So we're up to eight schools. Actually, um, once they hear about it, once they do it, they love it. And then they want to come back next year. So, yeah, it's That's a great, awesome. great event to show those girls dignity and compassion. Yeah. Um, Sherry, tell us a bit of some of the... Um, some of the highlights of some of our volunteers like what are like, the people like that volunteer for us what, oh, what are some of the things that you 
you're like, Andy, you've got to hear this about what this one volunteer did. I mean, they've heard it already with a couple of the podcasts, but right. for someone who's just listening now, just tell us Well, a few I'd like to, to share about Ursula Town. She is a uh, engineer for Caterpillar. She's a working mom. Um, she actually started volunteering uh, with the cat work group. So we have a cat work group that comes once a month and they do different projects throughout the Dream Center. Um, they're amazing. It's, uh, there's a core team of, of volunteers that come from CAT. And then there's always new ones that come as well. Well, Ursula is always in that group. And she actually this past year led the group and was in charge of that group. And um, like I said, they come in and do painting, all kinds of stuff. But she also got involved with Project 309. So our after school program, she actually leads the STEM program on Friday afternoons where the kids are learning about science and robots and it's amazing um yeah. she's a very busy person but yet she still finds time to volunteer at dream center and the kids love her and her team of volunteers because they get to do all that uh cool science stuff yeah yeah makes it fun and and the the amount of people that come from all different walks of life to serve i mean we're talking about someone who is an engineer at cat right um, We've got a, a TV anchor. Yes, comes. Shelby Roberts. She comes in and the kids just swarm. When she comes into Project 309, um, she comes in and helps them with their homework. And she's talked about her career and different things. So she's a great role model for the kids. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you, we've got a lot of stay-at-home moms that bring kids mm -hmm. uh, to serve as well. Um, We've even got, um, and I'm, I'm going to share this story because they're close friends of mine, um, but we do. We have uh, quite a few retired guys yep. and ladies, mm -hmm. and uh, we have the three amigos. They'll yes. kill me for saying this, but the three amigos, they're three guys who, um, if you've been around the Dream Center and you've seen these wooden walls that we've got everywhere, um, Sherry hates it when I go, hey, we need to put wood on that wall. Um, but these guys have, have built everything from um, doing areas of the Dream Center, doing cabinets, painting, you yeah. name it. These guys They're do awesome. it. Yeah. They're awesome. Rob, John, and Dennis, they, they help us. Uh, they go beyond what they do. your regular they do. guys would do. And the, and, and the story behind... Rob and John is um, their lifers in the military. These guys did, uh, you know, a, a lifetime of service. Uh, and, you know, these guys could just be chilling out at home. Yep. Right? Or, I fishing. Mean, they, or fishing, right? <laughs> they, they have served our country so well. And yet now, two, three times a week, if not more, they're at the Dream Center serving. Mm -hmm. And they're just an example to so many other people that we have serving at the Dream Center. Anyone else that comes to mind, Sherry? Of uh, I think of Kathy and Carol that run that Hope Store ship, and that's a big ship to run. There are a lot of volunteers that come through the Hope Store, and Kathy and Carol, um, they are just the most gracious, loving people, yeah. and um, they just handle it really well. I just love them. They're very dependable. And, and there's so, so many people. I mean, literally, I mean, you know, even if you look at Mission Peoria, Backpack Peoria, it takes mm -hmm. hundreds of people to pull that yep. off. 
all the churches, um, all the youth pastors. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. So if you're, again, looking at wanting to find a place to just um, connect with others that are like-minded, but also yeah. serve um, families that are really struggling, uh, families that are, are in poverty or low to no income, kids that are really needing uh, someone that would be a, a great role model and you feel you could be that role model, please, mm -hmm. please jump onto the Dream Center website, dreamcenterpure.org slash volunteer. Get that filled out and uh, you yeah. will then be connected to Sherry and, uh, and, and she will get back to you like, like within days, literally oh. days, uh, to be able to really get you positioned. Whether you're a pastor, small group leader, whether you have a group at a, at a corporation or a business uh, or you're a family that's wanting to serve, just fill, fill that out. That's like our main funnel into the Dream Center and then we can then get you connected. Uh, Sherry, anything else you want to share just about um, the journey of being a volunteer coordinator? I give a shout out to Ed, uh, who who does all the volunteering in the shelter. Um, that guy is—he flies under the radar. Great yeah. volunteer as well. So I just wanted to give a shout out to him too. There's so many good volunteers. Um, I joke with our volunteers and tell them that we have the best volunteers in the world, yeah. and, and we really do. We have some awesome volunteers, and we just we appreciate them so much. Yeah. Well, again, if you want to get in, involved, go to dreamcenterpure.org slash volunteer and make sure you're also following us at Dream Center Peoria on all the social media outlets. Uh, again, during this time, we're just going to be bringing uh, messages like this and just trying to show you some of the people uh, you can hear from some of the people that are behind what's happening, uh, not only at Dream Center, but in the city. So again, until next time, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you again in the near, short future. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Dream Center Peoria podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you know of anyone that would be interested in hearing about what we just talked about, we would encourage you to share this episode with them. Be sure to stay tuned for future episodes. Thanks.